0: They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today.
1: Hey, everybody, welcome, 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 your saltwater guide with Kelly Girl today with another phenomenal podcast. We got got my beautiful wife with us today, and we're (laughs) super fired up. Those of you that uh, haven't watched the show before, every Thursday is... uh, live with Kelly girl.
2: Yes, it is every Thursday.
1: And you can ask Kelly girl questions. I know we had a lot of new people on yesterday watching the podcast across social media because we had the great Jay on, he's great brewing. from
2: What a great pre-historic show that, was that That guy is wow.
1: Jay did a phenomenal job keeping it moving. I didn't have to use a lot of my words I yesterday. No, you so. did not. You used very
2: little.
1: I have a little bit of extra words for the <laughs> show for today. So I hope you're all ready to hear a bunch of extra words. And Kelly Girls wants to tell the story of moving to Cabo San Lucas. We talked about it when we were out to dinner the other night. So we are gonna do some, we're gonna do that story here in a little bit. So if you haven't ever heard that story. That's a pretty amazing story. Why don't you slide up with I'm us trying. and enjoy the show. Oh. Join in on the show, baby girl. <laughs> All right. And uh, Marley's up on the top here. He just got some snacks. He's He absolutely adores Kelly. And he loves when Kelly girl's on the show. Look at him right there. He's, <laughs> He's
2: waiting to have his back scratched because he loves to have his back scratched by me. So.
1: And Marley's our marmoset monkey. He's a rescue monkey. Mm-hmm. We talk about him every week on the show. I'm just... Checking you out, you're beautiful. <laughs> I'm just Take checking out my beautiful wife, Mike Lewis. We're excited you're yes, coming to town so for your birthday.
2: Yay.
1: We got all kinds of fun stuff planned. We're gonna have a good time. We're gonna make you go to the beach and sit in a beach chair and feed fish and go out to a nice dinner and we're gonna make you catch fish.
2: It's gonna be it's fun. It's gonna, gonna be fun. a blast,
1: gang, and everybody that's listening to us across. All the podcast and social media and everything. Oh my goodness! Thank you, Elliot. What happened? That well, we had to do a little bit of work. It is on. It's on. Oh, your we had to do a little bit of work right before we went live. The microphone says it's on. It said it's on, so I don't know, but (laughs) we're seeing what's going on here. I apologize. But, um, gang, yesterday's show was absolutely incredible. We had, at one time, we had 700 people watching this live, which was wow. a giant number. And over on Jay's page, the numbers are already up to 40,000 views yesterday, show alone. It was on a my, great
2: show. It was a great show.
1: On my page, we're, we're up to like 600. I don't know why everybody loves Jay. <laughs>
2: I wish I I'd, I'd known about this place long ago i had taken riley there but i i did i didn't know of it
1: it's a hidden little gem in fountain valley california gang it's unbelievable prehistoric pets is just an incredible my sons both called me right after the show and they are like i didn't know you knew jay they they idolized jay growing up we like i said in the mornings they would get up and want to go to prehistoric pets and go feed all the animals and see the snakes and the lizards and the alligators and all, all the cool things that he has to offer. And Kelly girl, Jay, I know you're watching Kelly girl has been watching your videos and she's just oh mesmerized by all the animals wow. over there at prehistoric They're not just pets. little,
2: little, little, you know, animals They're You got some pretty big ones. In
1: there. <laughs> 20 foot long pythons and all oh kinds of crazy gosh. stuff.
2: Incredible. Incredible.
1: Gang, don't forget It's super important on YouTube. You can leave us tips and it really helps. Like Jay was saying yesterday, this it's, it's a lot of work to put together a podcast five days a week. It's a lot of work to get the guests, get them all dialed in. It's a lot of work to have my producer producing the show and putting all the cool stuff out and all the different things that.
2: Well, our hmm. lives revolve around the show. And you're, I mean, pretty much, right? I mean, we don't really, this is a priority. This is our priority. So, right?
1: Yeah, we don't do anything. We don't really
2: do anything. Until
1: the show's over every day.
2: A lot of times we just don't do anything because (laughs) you, you know, you're a very busy guy.
1: We got the show and then we put out 28 brand new videos every single week. And that has to get edited and all that stuff. I'm not complaining, gang. I'm just yeah. telling you, there's no, a lot we're not to this. At all. <laughs> there's a lot to this. Besides, everyone goes, "Oh, you guys don't even work anymore." I don't know. We yeah. work pretty dang hard, yeah. and then to take care of a monkey—that's
2: <laughs> oh, don't even go. That's not even get. Don't get me started. <laughs> don't. And
1: then our two rescue cats and the monkey and all the other things that we got going on mm-hmm. here—it's pretty crazy. We have. Where a, is our we're little pretty monk? busy, but that's good. Yeah, that's a good thing. we're not complaining though. Just. No. We want to just let you know it's cool if you leave some stars on Facebook and you leave some tips over on YouTube. It all helps us. Those of you that are listening on the podcast across the United States, thank you for all the downloads. And uh, hit the subscribe button on Facebook, or excuse me, YouTube. Hit the like button. Hit the like button on uh, Facebook. It all helps. It just It's amazing. I'm an old man. I didn't know how important yeah. it was. But it all matters and it all helps. We see those videos all the time where people ask, subscribe to my channel, yeah. hit the like button. Hit the like
2: button, hit the subscribe button. So do that.
1: It helps. It's free. Yeah. It's easy. Yeah. It's right there Why on not? the bottom of your screen. Help Hi, us Max. out. Hi, Max. Hey, Max. Hey, everybody. <laughs> if you guys want to text Kelly and talk to her, all you have to do is text the show at 949-374-374 zero seven eight six kelly girl will try to answer everybody's questions to the best of her ability and uh we're going to get rolling here in just a second we have a handful of questions already and then about midway through the show we'll jump into story time and tell a story about moving to cabo san lucas (laughs) so uh we got i don't know if you know this or not but it's kind of weird. John Stanley sent in a question. No.
2: Who? Yeah. Who?
1: That's pretty strange. <laughs> so he's got two questions. One's okay. for you. One's for me. Okay. So we'll go with the one for you first because you're a lady oh, right. and ladies go first. Well, thank you. Hey, no problem. <laughs> what question do you get answered? What? Kelly, what question do you get a lot that you're tired of answering?
2: Oh, I, I, there aren't any questions I'm tired of answering. I, I love all, these, all the questions. But I'd so the question I get asked the most would probably be, um, um I don't know the
1: Do you feel safe?
2: Oh here? Oh yeah, I get
0: no, questions about Mexico. Her yeah. Mom asked her How all do the I ton. feel about
2: living in Mexico? Do I feel safe here? And da da da. Of course I and so yes, I, I I get asked that all the time on the show. And then even when we're not, you know, just my mother asks me that question all the time, <laughs> but uh, she's worried about us. But it's so safe, so yeah, that's it. But I don't ever get tired of any of the questions.
1: Whenever she asks, she sees a documentary. Yeah, about my mom or the
2: news. My mom hears the word Mexico. She thinks it's something bad happened here, and that we're all going to get, we're all going to die. But we're good. We're still here. This is
1: the crown jewel of Mexico. There's nothing bad happening here. It's pretty safe. You're going to find out, Mike Lewis, in just a. Couple of weeks. Yeah, I get
2: amazing.
1: I get back from War Heroes on Water, and the day I get back, the next morning I pick Mike and his beautiful wife up, and they're coming down to spend his birthday with us down here in Cabo San Lucas, gang. <laughs> so here we go. John wants to know: You talk about your black and bronze hooks eventually rusting away. Does that mean? They are weaker every time you use them and should be thrown away after each trip. That is a great question, John. And absolutely, those browns are bronze and black hooks, gang. The moment that they touch water, they start to disintegrate. So it's not going to have an effect on you fishing, it's not that fast. But if you see your hands are wet and you go in to grab your hooks out of the bag and your hands are wet that moisture gets on the hooks the next time you open the bag they're going to be they're going to be rusted as soon as they get any rust on them they're not worth using if you have a hook tied to your line right now that you used yesterday you need to remember we have a whole show about cutting all that stuff off and storing your rods with no reels on them i mean we have 30 rods up here maybe more no no reels on them they store real nice and the reels are all in the closet. We had a video about all of that. But if you have hooks tied to your line already, then you're blowing it, gang. You need to get those hooks off your line. They're no bueno. Even if you look at your line where you had it tied on there, it's already starting to rust. That's just the way it is. So as soon as they get wet, they're no bueno. Hey, hi, guys. What is your suggested distance for a cedar plug when trolling? I've gotten plenty of fish on them, but never came with a set With the yellowfin showing, I'd love to snag one on 50. Sean Doyle, nice to see you, buddy. Okay, here's the deal when you're trolling, and every single boat is different, and we have a whole trolling video. We talk about the windows. When you look back behind your boat when you're trolling and you're doing your six and a half knots, that's what you want to troll for this yellowfin and this Dorado and the yellowtail and the bluefin and everything, unless you're trolling a Mad Mac. Six and a half knots, why that fast? Because it works. Everything can eat it at that speed. But what you're going to do is you're going to look back behind your boat and you're going to see your propeller And Every boat's different. So to say, oh, we put them out 100 yards or we put them out 75 yards or 50 yards, that's not, th- you want to look back there. And it's called windows. And you'll see when you put your lure back there, if it's in the foam, if it's in the white water, there's not a good opportunity for the fish to see it. But if you can put it in the windows behind the boat, in the pattern, you'll look back there. And you don't understand what I'm saying right now until you're standing on the back of your boat looking back behind it. But there's windows where you want to put the lures. Now, a couple of them, the short ones, are going to be right where the water gets clean in the little windows. And then the other two lures are going to be just on the outside, Back a little bit farther. But remember, all the fish are coming over to your boat. When you get bit on the troll, it's because something looks different. Yeah, Marley's Sorry. having a good time. <laughs> something looks different behind the boat. They can hear the sound of the motors. They can see the white water. They're going to come into that white water and look for something to eat. And then if your lure's in the clean window, then they'll eat it. But you got to put them in the windows. So set dif- distance doesn't matter. Look back there and you'll understand what I'm saying. Move your lure in a little bit or let out a little bit more line and get it in the window so that you can see it. If you can't see the lure, I guarantee you the fish can't see it. All right? So hopefully that helps, Sean. And then uh, Kelly Girl, what's one of your favorite things to cook that you learned to cook once you moved to Mexico? This is what we eat almost every day. uh,
2: Carnitas, carnitas, hands down. Yeah, that's what we eat. We eat carnitas. All the, like how many times a week? Maybe
1: three or four. Three or four
2: times a week. Yeah, I just uh, we we get them um, at a local place. Um, um, they have like a special what every Wednesday. Yeah,
1: every Wednesday. It's like you two, get two kilos two for the price of one.
2: I had to ask Dave what how much how big is a kilo? Two and a half pounds. <laughs> um, and then we uh, I bring them home and, and then I doctor them up with my own you know just my own little secret recipe. And they are so good, aren't they?
1: Yeah, we have the carnitas with corn, freshly made corn tortillas down here. Kelly puts a secret sauce in it and mixes it all up, and then lets it sauté in that secret sauce for.
2: First, I fry them. I I take the meat and I kind of fry it up in a pan with you know hot oil, and so it's it it's crispy because I don't like them all mushy. Um, and then I pour the sauce in and let it simmer, and then we have it with the tortillas and the condiments and all that. It's really good. Really good, huh? Oh, it's
1: very, very good. (laughs) It's very tasty. I'm just reading some of the messages that are coming through. Uh So, um, Darren wants to know, Kelly, cedar plugs, natural or purple? Four inch or six inch? Single or daisy chain? Uh,
2: Natural.
1: Natural (laughs) are the purple. The small purple is really deadly. That was what Justin was using the other day when he was down there. Fishing on the 371. That fish is all moved. So we can tell where Justin was the other day.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh,
1: the game plans are coming out at 330 today. And okay. there, there's so much fish out there right now. But Darren, on your boat, you control four lines. It's, it's not hard. You can do it. Too short, too long. And I would definitely have the cedar plug natural color. I would have the purple one. I'd have the smaller ones, little bit shorter in the short windows and the longer ones I'd have the daisy chain and a natural wood color and daisy chain, the natural color. But purple or natural are the two hot colors and I'd like the smaller ones short and the bigger than the daisy chains or the full size six inch ones longer. And That's Josh,
2: how- uh, you know how Dave knew about that conversion so quickly. <laughs> I had no idea.
1: And then Mike Lewis wants to know Kelly girl, is the Mexican food down here different than the Mexican food in America?
2: Yes, sir. Yes. Very different. Tell
1: no. them about your taco story.
2: My taco story or my burrito story?
1: No, your taco story. You like them crispy.
2: Yeah, they don't make crispy. It's
1: impossible.
2: Well, they call them something different here. They call them, yeah, getting, getting like just a regular burrito is not easy. Um, getting like a crispy taco is different. So it's yeah, it's not the same. It's not the same. I remember the first time I came to Mexico, we were staying on the East Cape, and I we had uh, fortunate. <laughs> we we're fortunate enough to have a, like a, a cook chef. for us, a chef for us. And I asked her to, oh, I just want a bean and cheese burrito. That's all I want for dinner. And she did not know what I meant. Didn't know what that was. And so, remember that?
1: Yeah, and it wasn't a translation problem. Mm-hmm. It's just different. It's yeah. not. You're not gonna find. First of all, the food here tastes unbelievably phenomenal yes. because it's not full of all that garbage, and so it's a different flavor, it's a different taste, it's different. So good, it's good. Don't get like, me yeah, wrong. Yeah, we're
2: not. Oh, it's but you're great. not
1: going to get just different. It's not like going to El Torito. Yeah, you're not going to get that kind of Mexican food. You're just not. You're going to get real authentic, hardcore. Mexican food and Mike Lewis, we got you all set up yeah, to go to a it. bunch of really good restaurants. You guys are going to have so much fun. I'm taking off Thursday from the podcast to pick you a That's a, a big deal, up. Mike.
2: I hope you <laughs> for Dave to do that. That's a big deal. We're so excited.
1: Yeah, we're very excited that Mike's coming to town. And gang, Mike means a lot to Kelly and I. Mike, 73 weeks in a row, I believe it is, every single day he gives us a He gives Sprinkles stars onto our show. And then we both had such a great time at the show when we got to meet you and hang out with us in the booth. And Gang, we really do love all of our members. Yeah, And uh, we'll do anything for you. If you come to town, we'll try to show you a good time. But Mike Lewis, you're like family to me and Kel. You're like part of our family. You're not going to get... Most people aren't going to get the treatment Mike Lewis is going to get. I'm not going to take a day off. I'm sorry for my podcast for most people. So it's a big deal. And uh, yeah, we're super excited that you're coming to town, gang. Don't forget that you can Oops, I called Mike Lewis. I'm like,
2: whoa, you're calling him.
1: Okay, don't forget that you can uh, send us questions. We're going to answer them. Kelly Girl's here with us for the whole hour. And she wants to answer your questions. And she wants you to know what it's about when you take your spouse fishing and how important it is. And Kelly girl's favorite time of the year is coming up and she's pretty bummed because lobster season starts in just under two weeks, like a week and a half.
2: I haven't been, I haven't done that since we moved here. I Probably even a little before that, too. And she's so,
1: missing yeah. out on going hooping with you guys.
2: But where did you tell me you'll take me? We, uh, we talked about it this morning. I said, this. it looked really beautiful. I want to go there. You said, can you, can you go pee in a bucket? I said, absolutely. Where?
1: Lopez Mateos. <laughs> yeah. Kelly Girl's going to do it. I have a video up right now that me and Elliot put up this morning that's going absolutely bananas. It, it got to 10,000 views faster than any video I've ever put up. And that says a lot because we have lots and lots of videos with millions and millions of views. But this one, for some reason, you guys are all excited about these coyotes eating our fish. We were stopped in the mangroves and started feeding a couple of coyotes our fish. And Kelly Girl <laughs> saw that. And she's seen a lot of videos from the mangroves. But she was like, okay,
2: that's beautiful. That's
1: that one, it. Yeah. She doesn't go potty in a bucket. So it's a big deal for <laughs> Kelly girl to go pee in a bucket. She wants to go. So I guess yeah. we're going to Lopez Mateo's probably in November when the weather gets a little that cooler. Be,
2: that'd be awesome.
1: We'll go up there. There's some really nice Airbnb houses up there. I usually go with my buddy uh, Mark Rayer in his motorhome. But Kelly and I are going to go up there and stay at Sherry's house. And it's going to be wonderful. And Ruben lives right across the street from Sherry's house. We'll go out for fishing for a couple days with Ruben. I can't wait. And it's going to be awesome, gang. Hey, Jeff Lopez from Riverside, when and where is the next time fishing shows you'll be in Southern California? Well, gang, I'm coming up for both shows this year. I'm going to do the Bard Hall show, and I'm going to do the Pacific Coast Sport Fishing Show. I will be up for both shows now. My beautiful wife, she's saying she doesn't think she'll be able to make it for both shows? No.
2: Okay, now she says she is coming. I'll be at the PCS show, right? Yeah, and then oh, you oh, said
1: you didn't want to come up because leaving the, the animals for the other show for the Bard Hall show, right?
2: Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to take a pass on that one.
1: But she'll definitely be there for the PCS show and the Pacific Coast Sport Fishing Show. We'll be advertising it. We'll be advertising the Bard Hall show. We'll be at both shows, or I will be anyway. Kelly, girl, really doesn't like to leave our animals for that long of a time. And then to do it twice would just be gnarly. But I have to go there. I've got to support Bart. I've got to come up there and be a part of the show this year. So that's my commitment. I'll be up there for the Bart Hall Show, and I'll be up there for the Pacific Coast Sport Fishing Show, and I'll be there to meet all of you and shake your hands and spend some time with (laughs) everybody. I do the best I can, gang. I really do. It's just its kind of overwhelming, right?
2: Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah.
1: There's a lot, There's of, a lot people of people there. that
2: want to talk to you.
1: <laughs> and then uh, I try to take time for everybody. Gang, if you have any questions, 949 Do you see anything on there? Yeah, they're not sending the questions to the right place, Kelly girl? No, You don't see nothing? No. Okay. Let's move on then. Okay. Okay. I I we don't have any questions on here. No one's sending us any what? questions. So should
2: we start our story or no?
1: I got um I just saw the bait barge in Dana Point. Jeff just sent me a picture. These are the biggest. These sardines are eleven inches long. They want you to fish Holy with.
2: cow. that's
1: pretty that's amazing. That's probably
2: bigger, as big as a fish. I would
1: hike ten miles in the Sierras to catch a trout that big. Yeah. And he's got eleven-inch sardines wow. at the bait barge in Dana Point. How wonderful is that? That's good luck with that. Good luck fishing with those yeah, guys. That's
2: going to be good luck. Be interesting.
1: Good luck. I don't know. Hey, Jay. Jay's watching us. Hi, Jay. He loves-
2: <laughs> loved the show yesterday. That, that was, was awesome. That was wonderful. <laughs> cool.
1: And then uh, Kitty Girl's outside.
2: <laughs> we have kitty one of our, our rescue cats at the, door at the door. Her name is Dahlia, but I call her Kitty Girl. So
1: The kitties, the monkey, everybody, wherever Kelly goes. They're like, I don't know if you remember when your kids were little, they would put their hands under the door when you try to go potty. They're doing, they're doing the same thing right now to Kelly. They yeah. can hear her voice in here. And both Finn and Dolly are at the door, yep. both of them, scratching on the door, trying to get in. Dolly is crying. And then uh, Marley's right here. He's so excited. He's like right here, ready to jump on Kelly at any given second. But um Gang, don't forget, text the show, 949-374-0786. So we're gonna do this, Kel. Okay. We're gonna start talking about the big move down here.
0: Ooh.
1: And uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna start it off. I was running a yacht up in Dana Point, and then in twenty nineteen, that job came to an end, and for three weeks I did not have a job. But I was pursuing a job working for Fletcher Jones Motor Cars at the time. And, uh, Josh, thank you very much again. Thanks, Josh. Gang, see what Josh just did? He just left us a tip on Facebook. I mean, on YouTube. (laughs) That's going to help buy more mangoes for Marley. Marley loves when Josh leaves a tip. Don't be shy, gang. You can leave a tip. It's easy. And we appreciate it. And we love it when you do that. It does matter. It helps us out tremendously. So, thank you, Josh. And maybe you could throw up on there how to do it. You can text on there how they can do that because I think a lot of people want to do it, but they don't know how to do it. So, so you great. might be able to read Josh's comments there and learn how to do it. So, I was pursuing this job working for Fletcher Jones Motor Cars, running their yacht down here in Cabo. And Kelly Girl was kind of didn't know I was kind of pursuing no. it. I
2: had no idea. No idea.
1: And uh, Ted is a legend in the industry as far as having a bunch of boats a bunch of yachts he's really a good human he's he takes care of his his uh he takes care of everybody that works for him Mm -hmm. so i got the call from the young man that was working for ted jordan and he said hey send us your resume send us everything and uh we'll check it out and see if there's if we can fit you into the the mix, and I was like, okay, so I sent them all my resume and everything, and then I got a call the next day that they needed captain in Cobble right away. The boat was in the dock down here with no captain on the on the insurance, so I got the job immediately. Flew down here the next day and uh, didn't know what was up, didn't know if I had the job, what I was doing, but. They had all my information. So they put me on the insurance right away. And I came down here and I was gone for a month and a half. I was gone all the way through Thanksgiving. Yep. I came down here at the September 17th. Mm-hmm. And I was down here till after Thanksgiving. After Thanksgiving. Yep. And I was talking to Kelly girl on the phone and I said, Hey, I don't even know if I have the job yet or not, but <laughs> if I do, we're moving to Cabo. Yep. And I told her,
2: I was was blown away. I'm
1: like, what? And we've lived in Southern California our whole lives, both of us. Kelly Girl moved around a little bit, but I grew up in San Clemente and Dana Point. That's kind of where I grew up. And my kids were raised in Tribuco Canyon and never, ever moved out of where I went to high school, where I went to grammar school. I lived in San Clemente my whole life. I decided that I wanted to move to Cabo, take this job and I came home from the in November, and I told Kelly, "Go listen. I'm going back down there. I'm up here for a couple days to settle everything." I gave our notice. We're moving out of our condo, he said,
2: he said "You need to quit your job because I was working at the time, and get rid, uh, get just you need to pack up all of our stuff. Just, just get everything arranged so everything is gone, so that when I return in January." we can just move, you know, drive to, to down to Cabo. And I'm like, what? Yeah.
1: On the 19th of January, we were moving to Mexico full-time. Kelly had a whole month and a half to get ready. And I told her, I said, listen, we're not paying for storage. So whatever we have, and I'm not, I'm not a an, uh, washer and dryer salesman. I'm not a bed salesman. I'm not a refrigerator salesman. We're going to give away everything we own and we're moving to Mexico.
2: He says, if it doesn't fit in both of our vehicles, if you can't fit it in there, then you need to get rid of it. So I really had to decide what things I wanted to keep and what things I wanted to uh, get, or I was, I was okay with getting rid of, which was a ton of stuff. (laughs) I had to had no choice, but you know, I had to do it.
1: Gang, look at your significant other and try to explain that to her that you're moving to a foreign country, a third world country at the time, if that's what you wanted to call it. It's way not that in any way, shape, or form. It doesn't resemble anything like what's going on up in the up in the other places in the world. This is not a bad place no. to live. No. But uh I'll tell you. I went back to Mexico and I was down here through Christmas and then I came back up on the, uh, Fourteenth of January, and we moved everything we owned. We gave everything we owned to neighbors, friends.
2: Were, our neighbors and friends made out because Steve they some Campbell, nice stuff. <laughs> Steve
1: Campbell, got our brand new bed, which
2: we, we gave was away, the most
1: incredible bed. Who brand got the new washer and dryer. neighbors? Steve Campbell. Well, Steve,
2: Steve, yeah, Steve, you got a brand new washer and dryer. They were like, our
1: dining room set, or, or the
2: dryer. Or, I don't know. Everything, everything was new. Everything. Our furniture was. We had such a cute place uh, in Laguna Niguel. And, uh, yeah, it all, uh, <laughs> we gave it all away. We didn't want to sell cause I was going to be home by myself working and, and, you know. and
1: I didn't want people coming to my house and
2: yeah, I didn't either.
1: meeting Kelly and all that bull. <laughs> that wasn't going to happen. So we got back up there on the 14th and, It was a full-on fire sale, giveaway, everything. I grabbed my 10 pairs of board shorts and my 10 T-shirts, and I threw those in a backpack, and that's all I needed.
2: And then, yeah.
1: (laughs) And then we took everything that Kelly had put into bags and boxes and stuff that she wanted to keep, and we packed it in our two cars. And on January 19th, 2019... We started our journey to Cabo San Lucas in our cars. And Steve Campbell, my good friend, Steve Campbell works for Fishing Boats Unlimited. He said he would drive the Forerunner, and Kelly Girl and I would take the Mercedes and we're driving to Cabo San Lucas. And so that first morning we got down to the border at like six o'clock in the morning and it was raining Yes. and we pulled into the, now listen, we have everything that we own. Because we gave everything else away, so everything we own is in the two cars, and we pull into going into Mexico, which never happens, and Kelly girls never driven into Mexico. Never driven this
2: trip. I've been to Tijuana when I was younger. I would, you know, a couple times with my parents, my dad, and uh, so yeah, I didn't know what to expect. So go ahead.
1: We pull in to Mexico, and normally I don't know if any of you've ever driven into Mexico, but you'd usually just drive right through. There's no, there's nothing. What are you seeing, buddy? What's oh. the matter? Is the kitty in here? I
2: bet. No. No, no, kitty. Oh, the door's open. No,
0: it's not.
1: It's yeah, it not. is. It's open. Okay. The kitty's in here. Marley's crying. Marley's <laughs> crying. Marley is like freaking
2: so, out, and we think
1: the kitty is Kitty has to be in here. Marley, Marley's like an alarm. Okay. So we pull up, and they pull us into secondary. He's, she's in here, huh? I know. I knew she was in here, because Marley doesn't. Marley lets us know. He's crying. He's like, the cat's right it's here, fault. Dad, Mom. It's my fault. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry about that. So they pull I'm us actually- into secondary going into Mexico with everything we own. And it's raining. Yep. It's 6 o'clock in the morning. And tell them what happened.
2: Okay. So they tell, they come up to our car. I roll down the window. They ask me or they tell me to get out of the car and to follow some guy. And – uh. I, they take me to this big tent, not even, it was really just like a tent kind of thing. And inside the tent were like these military guys with machine guns and, or, and so I had to sit in this tent and wait for Dave to do what, I don't know. I, but yeah, I had no passport with me. I had no purse, nothing. I no, you know, no ID. I had no money, nothing. When I went over, when I actually crossed over and went into Mexico, into this tent with these other gentlemen
1: it was very it was was intimidating pretty scary because they made her get out of the car and they took her away immediately and they took me and made me go to this machine that's like a big x-ray machine and they did the same thing to my buddy steve campbell so steve and i had to drive our cars through this x-ray machine white kelly girl's in a tent but we don't even know where she is because they have us so separated Mm -hmm. and my poor baby girl it's like, that is the very first. That was the
2: first right out the gate. That's, what,
1: <laughs> that's how our trip started, gang. And uh, needless to say, because you have nothing to be afraid of here. No, The separation only was for like 10 minutes. Seemed like a lifetime. And then she got back in the car and we were on our way. Yes,
2: I Yeah. Seemed like a lifetime. That's yes. It was. I was, I was very scared. I didn't know what, what, you know, cause you do at the time I had only heard stories of you know, what happens, you know, on this drive and, you know, da, da, da. I thought, Oh boy, here we go. I'm going to get, you know, they're going to keep me here and detain me for what I don't know. And I'm not going to be able to make this trip, <laughs> but I survived.
0: Yeah.
1: She they didn't grab her. They didn't take her away. So then we're driving now. It's like, I don't know, four hours later, it's eleven thirty, twelve o'clock in the morning. And we blew through Ensenada. And we're just getting ready to go into the wine country where you go up into the mountains. And uh, there's and, one little gas station. Oh,
2: yeah. I, well, I'm just going to back up a little bit. So I'm just sitting there taking pictures of the trip, you know, taking pictures of the scenery what you know, along our way. And I noticed there were some weird things that I saw. Like, there's a big, is it a, a devil, like, face somewhere in, where is that? And is that... Ensenada?
1: Just outside Ensenada. I
2: mean, that was scary. And then I another uh, thing I remember taking a picture of was um, this building. It looked like a...
1: The Bates Motel. The Bates
2: Motel up on a hill. And it, it was brick and it had bars on the windows. I'd asked Dave, is this like a little tiny jail or prison or what? <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I'm going to take a picture of it because it looks scary. So I took a picture of that. So, you know, I'm just kind of looking around, looking at everything uh, on the, you know, on our drive. So,
1: and we're driving and we got walkie talkies. So Steve and I are talking every once in a while, making sure you need food or water or anything. And I'm like, okay, we're about to go up into the hills, So we're going to stop at this gas station at the bottom of the hill and we're going to get some, both, fill up both cars. So we don't have to worry as we get into wine country. And uh, I pull up the this is the saving grace of this story is there's only one stall. You know, how most gas stations there's two or four or six or eight. There's only one we pull in. I pull in first on the. Thank God I pull in first. Cause if I pulled in second, none of this would have happened either. I pull in first. I fill up the Mercedes. I drive it out of there. Steve pulls in behind me. I get out of the car to walk over to pay for Steve's gas. And I look on the ground And I see pink transmission fluid (laughs) on the ground. First day, first thing, I crawl underneath the Mercedes and yes, lo and behold, with all of the stuff we own (laughs) is in the car and it's leaking tranny fluid and we're outside of Ensenada, Mm -hmm. like on our way past Ensenada to the next Santa or... uh, San Catina would mm-hmm. probably be the next real town, I guess. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I don't know what we're going to do. It's a Mercedes. The trans transmission is leaking. I don't know what we're going to do. I'm yeah. freaking out. <laughs> Thank God my boss at the time owns owned a couple Mercedes dealerships. <laughs> yeah. I call his top mechanic. I tell him what's going on. He goes, okay, well, don't put any kind of fluid in except for Mercedes-Benz transmission fluid. I'm like, wait a minute. Listen, do you know where we are? I walk into this little room. This gas
2: it, station looks like no one had been into this gas station since 1962. Right. I mean, it looked, it looked like it, it was just so old, so old and just outdated. But anyway.
1: So I walk in there and they have two bottles of transmission fluid. I can't even, or our, uh, yeah, automatic transmission fluid. I couldn't even believe it. So I bought both bottles and I poured them into the tranny and we turned around and started driving back to, towards Ensenada, Ensenada. to mm-hmm. just get closer to the town at least so we'd have somewhere to stay. Yeah. And then we seen a junkyard.
2: We saw a junkyard to our, you know, on the side of the, the road that we were on. And Dave decides to pull in there. And it was still, it was raining harder by now. It was
1: raining really hard then. I pulled into the junkyard and I don't, speak any spanish and kelly doesn't speak any spanish and (laughs) steve doesn't speak any spanish but i tried talking to the guy and there was one big giant human sitting in a recliner like this (laughs) in the middle of this field
2: the 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 junkyard junkyard. with a little
1: tent on top of it in a pit an actual pit you could pull the car into and they could get underneath and look at it and uh The guy tells us to pull the car onto the pit. His son gets underneath the car with the flashlight in his mouth and looks up underneath there and and takes a couple pictures and comes out and says, this is the piece that's leaking. (laughs) I'm like, oh, my gosh. So I call the Mercedes dealer, show him the picture. He tells me what it is. He said he can have one shipped down to us in three days.
2: (laughs) That wasn't going to work for us.
1: I'm like, what? We can't leave the car. here. It's got everything we own in it. We can't leave the car there for three days. Steve Campbell says, I'll drive back up to Newport and get the part. So
2: our friend who's following us offered to turn around and drive all the way back to Newport Beach to pick up this piece, this little tiny piece that we needed for the Mercedes. Bless his heart. And he did.
0: And he
1: decided to do that. And So he takes off. He's gone. He's got four-hour one-way or five-hour one-way up there. He's going to get the part and come back the next morning. Mm -hmm. I asked in my (laughs) zero Spanish, and we're talking, and I asked the guy, is there somewhere Kelly can stay where we can put the car because it has everything we own? Lo and behold, the only place that we could stay at is
2: this place, that scary prison-looking Bates Motel. Building that I took a picture of on the way.
1: Never in our wildest imagination. He takes it... us to
2: this hotel motel. I don't know what it was. Dave just, Dave just go ahead. He reserves a room, or he you know books the room, or we get the room. He pays for this room. And I was dying. I it's freezing believe- cold. It's freezing cold.
1: Kelly's got to go potty really bad.
2: Yeah, and I'm you know I'm I'm stressed out because of the car, and then almost the out to this out. We go to We're this in scary Mexico. Place. David drops me off at this motel. Was it was it a motel? I don't even yeah. know. Anyway, and
1: I went with the guys to go get them carnitas so we could all eat because <laughs> they're going to help us. So, so I'm, gonna I'm in feed the, and I'm in
2: this motel thing place and there's bars on the windows. It's, uh, there was blood on some of the furniture inside of the room. I saw it. I saw it with my own two eyes. I saw it. Um, and, uh, so Dave left me and I was so scared. I did not use the restroom. I just put my hoodie over my head or the hood and I just got all, I didn't get in the bed. I just laid on the bed. I probably put a jacket down or something. No, I got you those and Mexican
1: blanket curled blankets.
2: up in the fetal position and waited for Dave to come back. It was awful. I was very, very scared. So Dave comes back with some food for me. He decides to give me some food and...
1: Carnitas pieces. Carnitas. It was but- like...
2: The parts and, uh, you know, very authentic Mexican food, which I wasn't used to at that time. So,
1: But I called my sister in the meantime and told her what was going on and told her where Kelly was. And she got so mad at me that I left Kelly in this little poopy uh, hotel room. Yeah. So she had Mary call me, Greg Stefano's wife, and she's like, you need to get her down to uh, – Estero Beach Hotel. You need to get her down there. It doesn't matter. She's not staying in this. So I got back with the food and I said, get your stuff. We're going to leave the car here. I'm paying for the room. The car's right in front of the room. It's up on the hill. I said, We're, I got an Uber coming. The, gonna- the
2: room was probably like, I think, a $30 U.S. dollars, maybe the equivalent of right? It wasn't, it wasn't, you know, um, it was that much. It wasn't very expensive, but so it was okay for us to just... You know, I didn't
1: care if it was yeah. a thousand bucks because it's about getting Kelly to a comfortable place. And Estero <laughs> Beach Hotel is a four-star hotel. It's a beautiful resort yeah. and there was no one staying there. We went there and got a bitching room. But the thing that was scary is I wanted to make sure everyone knew that we paid for the room and we were going to be in the room. So I left the lights on in the room and I made everything look and I put the car right in front of the room uh-huh. so that... Because it's all of our stuff's in the car. Yeah, I don't know if you understand. I'm trying to emphasize the fact that all our stuff's in the room. So I'm trying to make that so that you understand. But uh, we got our good friend Justin going to join us here for a second. If he can get online here. I don't see his picture. Nope. There he is. Hey, one second. Let's break. This is breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news with Justin. Just- nope. Justin, can you hear me? Nope. No, Justin. He's gone. He's back. He's here. He's there. Justin, your service is horrible. Nope. Oh, almost. Nope. We're trying to get you. When you get better service, we'll bring you into the show. So there he is. How about now? Nope. Not now. Okay. So we'll stay with the story, Justin. You're just going to have to wait until your service is better. So we go to Estero Beach, I get Kelly a nice suite there. Mm-hmm. We have we go out and have a nice dinner. Yeah. And then uh Steve Campbell's coming down the next morning with the part he went to the factory, learned how to put it all together so that we would have this part and uh I left Kelly there at Estero Beach the next morning. I ran over to the junkyard with <laughs> Steve Campbell and we That night though, the guy that s- owns the junkyard, his son Stayed up late and learned how to put this piece in. So in the morning, Steve Campbell said that it was going to take five hours to take the tranny apart and put the piece in. This young man went underneath the car with the flashlight in his mouth and put the piece in, in five minutes, came back up. We put the transmission fluid in the tranny, drove the car up and down the main road for a few minutes. And everything was fixed, and it's still yeah. today. It's still. The pieces st- <laughs>
2: still going, still
1: in it. Five years later, or four and a half years later. So now we're on our way again.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Go get Kelly at the hotel, and we're on our way down to Mexico.
2: Yeah.
1: That night we stayed in San Catin.
2: That was nice.
1: At this beautiful hotel called the Mission, and then got up in the morning and started driving across the Baja. Mm-hmm. From when you leave San Catin, your next stop's Granero Negro. Then you go from Granero Negro across the Baja Peninsula to uh the Sea of Cortez and then down along Loreto, Mulah, and all that. But on the way in the middle of the peninsula, there's a place called San Ignacio, which is a big oasis in the middle of the Baja. And I'm hyping it up the whole mm-hmm. time and telling yeah. Kelly how beautiful it is. And they got a mission there. Yeah. And two big lakes, and it's really beautiful there, and you're going to love it, and everything's going to be cool. So we come pulling into (laughs) a checkpoint there, and we've been driving forever. we got stuff everywhere laid out all over the dash, but they see Kelly's eyebrow pencil, and they've decided that that eyebrow pencil is something to smoke marijuana with. They don't understand that it comes out and it's an eyebrow pencil.
2: Well, it's a lip liner, actually. Oh, a lip liner. Okay,
1: I don't know. I'm not a makeup guy. (laughs) So they could, at the checkpoint, they take Kelly Girl out of the car, put her Yeah, again,
2: they remove me from the car, and they separate me from him. And they actually made me stand just right outside the car. You... What did, they took you somewhere. They took me
1: off to the side. They wanted to take me. They—they they were convinced that I was smuggling drugs down into Mexico. So
2: I was scared, you know. I'm like, oh, geez, what's going on, you know? And I thought, oh my God, does Dave have something in the car that I don't know about? Well, Dave decides to ask if he could. He said he has to use the restroom. He has to pee. Can he please go pee? And I'm thinking, you're—you're you're not going to go to the bathroom, where I don't—we don't know. I don't know where a bathroom is in this—in the middle of nowhere. But he's just gonna leave me standing here with these guys, and this—I mean, this is scary. So, what did you do?
1: I went and peed in the field. Why they watched me? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they stood there and watched me pee in the field. It was cr- pretty crazy. Then they took every single thing. And remember, I keep talking about how everything we own is in this car. They took every Our car
2: was packed to the to the to the roof. They Just took
1: everything out. We found out later that there was a guy smuggling drugs down at the same time, kind of fit our M.O. and the car and everything. In the same
2: kind of car, I believe. Not but weird. it wasn't
1: us, but they took the car apart, and then they wanted to go in Kelly's purse and take yeah. her purse <laughs> apart.
2: They, were, they hadn't finished looking through everything, so they, ha- they went to the passenger, the front passenger seat, and uh, they started to, you know, they picked up my purse and started to open it up, and They quickly closed it because I have so much junk in my purse. So I have everything in there. And I just kind of laughed and said, well, you know, good luck. Knock yourself out. (laughs) But uh, because I can never find anything in my own purse. But go ahead.
1: But just so you all know, they they were really cool. Yeah. They were not mean in any way, shape or form. They were cool, but they were after somebody and they thought we were them, but we weren't. And as they went through our stuff, they started to understand that we weren't.
2: And they even helped us pack the car back up again, which is, which I have always heard they don't do that. They just kind of take your stuff apart and then it's up to you to put it all back together. But they even helped helped us. us. That was cool.
1: They were totally cool. There was nothing, we got no negative. I understand what they're doing. They're trying to keep it Mm -hmm. safe down here for all of us. So I understand that and everything worked out fine Mm -hmm. and we were back in the car. But Kelly, after that, she did not want to stop see the mission. (laughs) She didn't want to stop in Moulet. She didn't want to stop anywhere. So we drove straight. Oh, yeah. And by the way, she has to go potty yeah. right now. Now.
2: <laughs> I told sit- Dave, just just keep going. I don't want to stop. Just go. I'll hold it. And
1: <laughs> we left there and we went straight to Loretto to spend the night. And then we we're going to get up in the morning and complete the drive the rest of the way. So we uh, keep driving down the road. And I asked her several times, you want to go? Nope. Don't, nope. I'm going to wait till we get to Loretto. I do not want to go potty on the road. I do not want to no, stop. I,
2: I'm, I, I'm not one of those kind of girls or, or, you know, women that just can go or is okay with going on the side of the road. I just, no, uh, just, you know, I'll wait till we get to the hotel.
1: And my buddy, Steve Campbell's following us the whole time. And he's asking on the radio, we're going to stop here. So Kelly, go potty?" no, nope, <laughs> we're going to keep going, Steve. So we
2: drove
1: drove to Loretto and I think we got there at like six o'clock at night. It was Mm -hmm. just starting to get dark and Kelly's go get the room so I can go to the bathroom and I get out of the car and I walk into the lobby and And I'm
2: just sitting in the car and you know, in the, in the front seat and I'm just waiting for Dave to go in and and get us a room and, but I could see inside the lobby and there's, you know, people walking around or whatever. And Dave's taken an awfully long time. And I'm thinking, you know what? He knows I need to go to the bathroom. He needs, you know, what's going on? And I look, and I look, and next thing I see is Dave surrounded by a big group of people, and he's like basically in the middle. And he's, I can see now, His lips are moving, and I'm like, oh my god! So I march in there. I mean, I just left the car open, unlocked, whatever. I go in there, and I just
1: grab I mean, the room key. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I wasn't happy about that.
1: <laughs> and she's like, you're doing a seminar right now. I got to, oh, I can't believe this. Because
2: everywhere we go, it doesn't matter where we are. It, it's someone's always, and that's super cool. We love it. But sometimes, you know, sometimes, <laughs> I mean, we we'll, could we'll, we'll, we'll be in the marina here or down in Dana Point Harbor, anywhere. We, you just walk five, five feet and someone's like, Dave Hansen. Dave. they want to talk to him. And so sometimes I just want to get to where I'm going, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like without any, any problems or any interruptions, just sometimes. But anyway, so.
1: So that was the bad part about that night, but we <laughs> ended up having a beautiful bad. dinner and oh, the hotel room was horrible because oh, God. they only had two rooms <laughs> left and they both had. Twin size beds, well,
2: not twin, but I think they were a full full size. I don't or know. They were not not a, a queen, but full size beds, and so Dave and I had to sleep like right close to each other. And you know, sometimes <laughs> at that we were just like, Ugh.
0: we didn't get any sleep.
2: <laughs> no, no
0: sleep,
1: and
2: they were hard as a rock. Remember that they were super super hard.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. The bed was gnarly. <laughs> got up the next morning and took off. We're going to be in Cabo six hours from now. and Kelly's going to get to see her new house that yeah. we're living in right now.
2: I, I had not seen the house that Dave got for us to live in. We'll save that story for another time where Dave, the first place Dave got for us to live. That's a crazy story. But anyway, so I was super excited. I didn't know what our home was going to look like. So
1: Right. Mm-hmm. So we're on our way. And we are... Cruising. We're doing it. We're cruising down the highway. We're making it happen. We're on our way. Everything's good. And uh, we get all the way to La Paz. I know the cats are trying to get in here because they can hear (laughs) Kelly's voice. But we get all the way to La Paz, and I'm looking in the rearview mirror. My buddy Steve is not keeping up. I'm like, oh, my gosh. We got two hours left of the drive. What's he doing back there? He's screwing around. He calls me on the walkie-talkie, and he says, the truck, it's done. It won't move. I'm all what? He said, "Yeah, it won't go any farther. It's done." I'm all what? Now remember, we've been talking about this the whole time. Everything we owns in these two Everything.
2: cars. So the truck that that our friend is driving, following us with the rest of our stuff that's packed to the roof, just broke down.
1: But here's how cool that was. <laughs> we look up, the three of us, and we're broke down in front of an auto zone.
2: Yeah. That was
1: awesome. So Steve had his test kit with him. Found out it was the alternator. I'm like, well, we're not changing the alternator. We went and bought a brand new battery, threw that in the truck, and drove the truck from there to Cabo to our new house. Mm-hmm. We were downtime. That was about a half an hour. Is how long yeah. it take to change yeah, the battery? It was it was, it was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And then two hours later, we were we at were our here, new house in Cabo home, San Lucas. It was.
2: I was so happy. It was. You know, we have a beautiful home here. And so, yeah, but it was a, it was kind of a crazy trip. And um, I, you had to be there, <laughs> especially, you know, it was my first time making that, you know, the Baja trip. It was, um, you know, pretty interesting to say the least.
1: Yeah, it was crazy. We, we got a lot of questions while we were telling oh, the okay. story. So um, that's what I was just looking at some of the questions that All we got. Right. But gang, I'll tell you what, then two months after that, We were hit with a global pandemic
2: Mm -hmm.
1: in a third world country. Yes. Yeah. So that's how you can find out if your wife really loves you, gang. Make (laughs) her get rid of everything she owns and then move her to it. And then her and I had never really spent a lot of time (laughs) together because I worked worked. 18 hours a day, (laughs) seven days a week. No, not, not, uh, Telling you something that isn't true. Kelly's right here. That was my schedule. I worked every single day, 18 hours a day, seven days a week. And then all of a sudden, bam, we're together 24-7. Yeah. No break in the action. Remember, we couldn't even go outside back then. If you went to the beach, you were going to have to clean the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy what Crazy. was going on down yeah. here at that time. Okay. Okay. God, yeah, Dave. We'll talk about that trip down the river in uh, Fort Lauderdale. I'd never done that before. It was incredible. Remember the river, the new river in Fort Lauderdale. Me and you driving around in the dinghy oh, and all in yes, the Valhalla. Yes, and I do. In the Mercedes, mm-hmm. that was a fun experience. We got to go live in Florida, in Fort Lauderdale, for four months. Yes. <laughs> while we built the new Viking, and it was. Pretty spectacular. We got to play with the boss's toys there and drive up and down the new river. But we didn't have a clue how to get the boat up the river. I'd never been, I'm from Southern California. We never had to have bridges opened and all the different things that we had to have done when we were there. And I know those of you that are watching in Florida, you're like, yeah, that's every day. Well, it isn't that way in Southern <laughs> California. So when we got there, it was mesmerizing to us. And we found out that there are no boats in Southern California. No. There's no, no boats. These people have boats in front of their houses that we can only dream about. First of all, most of them wouldn't be able to go into any of the harbors in Southern California except San Diego or LA because right. they're, they're too damn big. Yeah. And there's not one of those. There's one on every dock. I know. There's a 200-foot boat on every amazing. dock. Oh, my gosh. It was so fun. It was fun. Cruising up and down the river, coconuts falling in the river. Iguanas
2: everywhere. Giant iguanas. Iguanas. Oh, crawling up trees on the, yeah. It was, it was, it was, I'm so happy that we got to do that.
1: We've had a pretty blessed life because of the industry that we're in and all the different owners that we have and all the people that are so cool. Robert wants to know, good afternoon, all. Do you, or Sunny, have any lobster spots in the Channel Islands, Oxnard, Ventura Yes, and Sonny's going to be doing some guide trips up there with you guys, and also you can call him. He's going to be pointing you in the right direction where you can go catch lobsters, how you can catch them up in the Channel Islands. Yes, Sonny is going to be the connection. Those will be coming out on the game plans every Thursday. Also, as we get into the lobster season, I always have lobster game plans that we, Justin, myself, Sonny, Pablo, we're all going to be – adding to the game plans every week of what we're seeing and where we're catching lobsters and Sonny will be able to take care of you up in the Channel Islands for absolutely sure, Robert, for sure, for sure, for sure. Okay. Kelly girl, can you tell us about your first time seeing the floating rocks and what, why do they float? My son Brennan and daughter Bailey and Elena have been driving me nuts to ask you. Thanks, Brian. The you floating, know that video that I have oh, of the, the floating rocks yeah. at the islands?
2: What did I think of them?
1: No, what would? Why do they float?
2: They float because they're they're not really rocks.
1: They're pumice.
2: They're pumice, yeah. They're,
1: they're volcanic mm-hmm. pumice. Yes. And what did you think when you first saw floating rocks? Wasn't that amazing? It was
2: pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty incredible. Because
1: I scooped them out of the water yeah. and I sh- look at this is a rock <laughs> and she's all, yeah? yeah, what's the big deal? It's a rock. <laughs> okay. Big deal. I go, watch this. Threw it back in the water and it floats.
2: <laughs> yeah. And you're like, incredible.
1: <laughs> huh? And it's pumice. It's mm-hmm. volcanic rock. The islands in the Sea of Cortez are covered with this stuff. And so it was pretty interesting, pretty interesting. the first time I'm you sure. saw it, huh? Yes. When you're down here in the Baja, like our drive up, and we just did it again. We just did the drive again. This time with no, no uh, incidents.
2: No incidents. We went a different. There's a different row or route. There's a different route, so that was super, super easy. Nothing happened. Hardly now.
1: ever saw any cars. Any, yeah, anybody. So, nothing. Yeah. But it's just. Mesmerizing how beautiful it is, and how many beautiful beaches, yes. and how many islands, and how much cool stuff there is to do on the drive on the Baja. It's an absolutely bucket list type of thing to come and try it and see it. There's absolutely nothing to be afraid of, no matter what you're hearing on the media, what you're hearing on the news. Mm-hmm. Down here, just so y'all understand, Kelly Girl is five foot one. Okay. And she goes to the store by herself. She goes to the nail salon by herself. She goes to Costco by herself. She goes to Walmart by herself.
2: I go with mom to mall.
1: You scared? scared?
2: No, not at all. No, as a matter of fact, I went to Walmart uh, when you were gone in Tahoe, and it was pretty late at night. It was right before they closed. And my mom, I talked to my mom right before I went, and she said, "Oh, you, you're not going to go this late, are you by yourself? You can't. You need to just go to you know the next day." And I was like, "No, i you know I'm going to do it." It's not like it is in
1: the California US. right so, now. So,
2: no, I was I, I was fine. I felt okay, no, not not scared here about any any of that kind of thing. So
1: No, it's very safe, but that was one of the questions someone had. We were trying to bring Justin in because Justin's in Arizona right now hunting snakes. He caught six different snakes. He has them in a bag. He's trying to show them to us. He collects snakes and there it's cool. He goes out into the desert and collects snakes and then brings them back and the rattlesnakes, they milk them and they do all kinds of stuff. He was trying to join us on the show today. Hopefully he'll find better internet and he can join us tomorrow for the show. If okay. Go ahead. No, no, go. I was just no going to answer
2: two questions from Ace. Hi. I saw your question. I see your question there. Yoga studios here in Cabo changing the subject. There are, there are quite a few. I don't do yoga, but, um, so I couldn't recommend one, but, um, I know there are quite a few, um, uh, you just, if you Google, you'll, you know, but I really, I can't recommend, I don't have one that I recommend. And then where do I get my hair done? I have my girl, Anna Marguerite. Uh, she works at Salon 144 in, here in Cabo. And it's a beautiful salon. And she's been doing my hair ever since we moved here.
1: La Michione's yeah, is the little housing development there where yeah. Anna's studio is. It's,
2: yeah. Anna, she's
1: super cool. It's yeah. super clean. It's, and she's from, she's from
2: her. Colorado, so she moved here a number of years ago. But, yeah, she's great. She does so everybody's hair here.
1: And then she gets her nails done at Bazazzle.
2: At Zazzle. Zazzle. <laughs> Zazzle. Z-A-Z-I-L.
1: <laughs> and she loves going in there, and they take good care of her. And just let everybody out there know, what does it cost to get your nails done?
2: Here, oh my gosh, twenty bucks, twenty like twenty dollars, and it's they're great. They they go, they're fat. You know, they do it quickly, and it's in a a beautiful place. It's clean, and it's 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 nothing. I mean, the prices here are just so inexpensive.
1: Now, Kelly girl and I don't drink. I just want you to understand. We have a restaurant that we absolutely love called Pollo de Oro. We don't go there this time of year because it's so flippin' hot, Mm -hmm. but. When we go there, her and I will go there. I'll order two dinners. I'll have the chicken enchilada mole and I'll have the melanesa. And Kelly girl will have her um, chicken burritos. Uh-huh. And we'll both get a water and we'll be done and out the door for less than $20. Yeah. It's yep. crazy, gang.
2: Mm-hmm. There's
1: lots of high-end restaurants you can eat at like that are as high in price as Newport. but. Yeah. Uh Oh, is but. he is he here? Is he with us? Are you on there? Justin? I think so. Want to come oh, my up. gosh. He's going to make it. What do you got in the bag, buddy?
0: Yeah, let's see. Hold on one second. How's everyone doing?
1: Good. We're all good. That's we good. can't wait. We're excited. I can't believe you finally found some.
0: I know. We had to bring oh, it into a spot me. where I had more service. So we're going to take it right back over to where we found it here in just a minute.
1: Hopefully, Marley doesn't get scared yeah. and think they're going to eat them.
0: Yeah. This is my buddy Luke in the background here. I'll hold it down a little bit. I guess.
1: Hey, Luke. Hi. How, how y'all are you again? Hi. Oh, we're doing good, y'all. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, gosh! Yeah. Oh, my, oh, my
1: gosh. <laughs> Live rattlesnake. Yeah. Check this out. Live on the show right now. Yep. Wow. A- no way. Let's. Scary. sweet
2: wow no thank you what are you doing there don't you get go. bit live on the yeah. show I don't
1: want to <laughs> oh my gosh he's holding it look at that
2: <laughs> how could you oh my goodness you're pretty
1: that nice. is crazy got, bro we got so excited wow. with Jay on the
0: show yesterday that we had to come out and find it ourselves aim it down a little bit wow. oh right.
1: my gosh how wild is that everybody live cool right off. here
0: That is
1: so insane, dude! You're holding a rattlesnake.
0: Here's his rattle. (laughs) Easy, (laughs) easy. (laughs) So yeah, he's not
1: happy with you right now. Pretty cool, huh?
0: That's way cool, dude. Yeah, this is a uh, Arizona blacktail rattlesnake. And here you want you want to hear him get all crazy and rattle all crazy? To watch, I don't want Justin to get bit or Luke to get bit. Oh, wow, <gasps> listen to that! Can you see him? I can't oh, see him. Oh, he's again. so mad at
1: you right now. I like, know. God, that looks- oh my gosh, this is- he's like, I don't want to be on that show. Yeah,
0: they're not that bad. Wow. I mean, they're not, they don't sit there and start striking at you or anything. Like, what hold the camera right here? Like, they're not gonna, Like if you walk by him, you see. He doesn't want to bite me. He just wants to get away.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's so cool, dude. Yeah. I can't believe you pulled it
0: off.
1: Yeah. Not bad, huh? We were, talk- we were talking about it on the phone a couple days ago. And, thinking, wow. and Justin's all, no, I'll get one. I'm like, really? Hey. You'll just go get hey, one. It up
0: a little bit. So, yeah. Go scoop back just a bit. There Look you go. Blacktail wow. rattlesnake. We found Thank you how many so much. Six. We found six oh. of them. So. Six rattlesnakes. Yeah. Pretty spectacular, huh? Good old Arizona. That's, oh my God,
1: that's insane.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: cool. That is so cool. Right. Elliot's going to love that. <laughs> that is awesome, man.
0: Wow. First live rattlesnake six. on live TV, huh? Yeah, my
1: sister just logged off because she's deathly scared of
0: snakes. (laughs) She's just done. He's in strike mode right now. But we don't want to get him too mad. We don't want to stress him out.
1: No, No. don't. don't,
0: don't, uh, do not
1: That's so cool that you did that for all of us. Thank you so much. That's awesome. No problem. All right, we're going to go put him
0: back to our condom right now.
1: All right, you guys. Thank you very much. That's awesome. Have a great day. Be careful. All right. That's insane. How cool is that? Yeah, that is pretty cool. That is pretty wild. I can't believe it. Marley is right here on Kelly's shoulder. Yeah, he's right here. He is so excited. He loves Kelly Girl. He <laughs> just loves her.
2: He, he just wants his back scratched. She it. scratches
1: <laughs> his back for him for with a, a toothbrush,
2: with a little toothbrush. And he loves this. So. Kelly
1: Girl, have you ever caught a shark? And if so, what kind and how was the fight?
2: <laughs> yes, I have. Uh, I've caught a thresher. And, uh, the fight was, it was, it was, you know, hard. It was hard. Not, it wasn't that hard, but it took me about how long to.
1: Well, you caught five that day. Yeah, I did. <laughs> and She caught back. five threshers, all of them bigger than her. Yeah. And we took one. We, took we one. let the other ones go. And we took one to eat because they're incredible to eat. And there's a great picture. If you go to our social media page of yeah. Kelly girl with the shark on the scale at, uh, at, a Dana point. Uh, field dock. Uh-huh. And it weighed 109 pounds. Yep. It was beautiful thresher shark. And we mm-hmm. ate every piece of it. It was phenomenal eating. Yep. And uh, we didn't hurt the population of the thresher sharks. But no. <laughs> those things fight hard. Yeah. She caught it in the mouth, fishing sardines. We were actually targeting them. There was quite a few of them back then up off the of Laguna. Mm-hmm. And we were actually able to target them. And she caught that. She caught five that day and we went bass fishing and we got tired of bass fishing went back out there and caught more of them that day. So Kelly girl got to catch it, fighting bell, the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> she got to see how hard they pull. They don't want to they don't want to die. No. They don't want to get on the fight. boat. So gang, we got to we got if you got a question, you got to send it in now. I think everything's ready to go. I'm just reading the questions, baby. Yeah. That's all yeah. I'm trying to do. Just <laughs> read the questions. Dave Burris says, "Love the story. Keep them coming. That was fun.
2: Cool.
1: No problem. We will. We, we got a, a lot, lot of, of crazy <laughs> lot stories. I've put Kelly through a lot we of crazy lot. Yes, stuff. he has. I,
2: I've, I've, I've since I've been with Dave, I have met so many neat people. I mean, Dave Burris, of course, Dave Burris. <laughs> um, I've been to so many places that I mean, I really hadn't done very much until I met Dave. So."
1: I'm thank so, you so it. gang thank you all for joining us today yes, thank thanks for you. listening to our silly little story about our travel <laughs> down the Baja gang there's nothing to be afraid of down yeah here.
2: nothing to be afraid of nothing to be afraid of but yeah that was it's a it was a crazy crazy trip for sure
1: but crazy three days <laughs> and uh Mike Lewis none. We don't keep any fish in our freezer, Mike. Well, we have a few pieces of ribalo, but other than that, it's we get it fresh. Somebody mm-hmm. catches a tuna. We go down and they, we pretend like we're a pelican and we get a chunk of tuna from them. Ace, thank you. Thank My you. God, Ace. Thank you thank very, you, very much. You. That's insane, gang. Don't forget, gang. We appreciate everything, everything ev- all of you everything. do, everything. watching. Don't forget okay. to hit the subscribe button and the like button because <laughs> it all my nails. matters. I'm
2: going to go get my nails done. I need them done.
1: <laughs> nice, hey, it's Beautiful.
2: <laughs> so
0: sweet. Yeah, Thank that you. is
1: awesome, gang. We appreciate all of you, but we really, really appreciate you all watching every day. We tried, our, like Kelly Girl said before we went live, or right when we went live, our whole day, everything revolves yeah. around this show, and I meant that in a good
2: way. I don't mean in a bad way. We're not, we're not complaining, but it it really does. We it's this show is priority, right?
1: Yeah, and we hope that we give you guys a little entertainment and mm-hmm. and a little bit of knowledge and a little bit of fun. And yeah. If you guys, if Kelly can move to the side a little bit, and just show everybody, Marty's right here, just oh, waiting right here. for his back rub. He's right there. He's, Hi, buddy. He's right here. You ready for Mama? D-
0: not give you a rub yeah, so
1: gang thank you all very very much leave a comment hit the like button subscribe to our channel subscribe to youtube help us out leave some stars leave some tips we appreciate all of you we will be with you tomorrow tomorrow we normally have a guest but our guest is not going to be able to make it tomorrow brian woolley's going to be a cat oh, no. he's supposed to be a catalina but now with that yellowfin and bluefin showing up right in front of dana point arbor he's going to be tuna fishing all day so wow. he can't break off and do the show. So I'm going to make a few calls. I may find somebody to come on the show to fill in for Brian. I don't know if not, you'll just have to listen to me for an hour. All right. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, you Justin. That was so cool to see live
0: rattlesnakes. That (laughs) was rad.
1: Everything's so cool. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Thank you. You're listening to the waypoint podcast network brought to you in part by hunt stand, the number one hunting and land management app.